greets all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Without a waste of time, let us go to the reading of the word. Amen. God bless you, Brother Peter. Good to see you. Amen. Scripture Matthew 18. Matthew 1 8. Verse 18. And to 19. He found it written this manner. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall bind on earth, whatever, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever ye shall lose on earth shall be loosened in heaven. Do you agree? Amen. Again I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth, as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. Amen. I think we'll just bow our heads. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we are very much thankful to approach your throne of mercy. We have read the scriptures, dear God. And Lord, we are having a great expectation that you would come and Lord, reveal the mystery truths from the scripture so that the believers can be encouraged, but above everything so that their faith they can be re-energized. And this evening, I believe they have come with great expectations. May you grant them their heart's desire. And we have a message to the David who will come out of this service as victors, whether he likes it or not. Because this weight is going to take us to greater heights. It is going to take us into the realm of possibilities. And no demon can stand our way. I know believers are fighting various battles, dear God. But under the anointing of the hour, we declare those battles to be already won. They must just accept it and act upon it, dear God. Victory is ours. That's exactly what we have told Satan to get behind because victory is ours. As we commit everything to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. As you take your seats few minutes, if I can have a, a pointer, just a couple of minutes here, amen. I just want us to I believe that if we were If there's one objective of us being here this evening above everything else, I think it is to 
increase our faith masses. Amen. How many believe that without faith we are nothing? Amen. But if we have faith, we can conquer and possess every ground. Amen. And this evening I say, God, help us to have more faith. Amen. Because when we have faith, the devil stands no chance against us. Amen. So I hope this evening I want to speak on the subconscious mind. Because the prophet spoke on the subconscious mind. Amen. That's what I want to speak on this evening. And when the Bible says here, verily I say unto you, or if Jesus says that if two of you shall agree on earth, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. A lot of times, as I indicated, the scriptures have got a compound meaning, but here... Uh, we, I'm just going to show you that if your conscious mind and your subconscious mind can agree, you will have whatever you need. Hallelujah. If it is saying, if the two agree, it doesn't refer to brother B, brother A, and brother B. It refers to the mind, I mean, within the context within which I speak, it refers to the conscious mind and the subconscious mind within brother A. If they agree, then he will have whatever he wants. Amen. And then if I can have my diagram there, so that before I get into the quotations, people should understand what I'm talking about. Amen. Yeah, I've got a, a, a diagram on, on, on the screen. I said we are speaking about the conscious, the subconscious mind. This is what I want to speak about. Because Brother Brenham has mentioned a few times and has spoken about the subconscious mind. That's, where it, uh, that's what I want to zoom in on. Now, the subconscious mind, as we said, if the conscious mind and the subconscious mind can agree upon something, Whatever they agree upon, it shall become a reality. Are you with me? This is above the surface, and this is below the surface. Amen. Now, I said, are there any scriptures that speak about subconscious mind? Because the prophet has spoken about it. I'm going to get into quotations but I searched some scriptures that can help us this evening. Maybe as we, we turn to the book of Psalm 51, leave my diagram as it is. Uh, believers will read from their Bible. Psalm 51, verse 6. Psalm 51, verse 6. If you have found it, you can say amen. amen. 
it say it reads in this manner he found it says behold thou dearest thou desirest truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom hallelujah behold thou desirest the truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom amen before i get into the quotation i just want to say when i think some of you you would know if there could be a robbery that takes place at a work place or if there could be a crime of some sort that takes place later they would select the people that they suspect to be uh, or that they suspect and these people they would take them and put them on a lie detector machine amen the lie detector machine what it does if if you were part of the crime they they put you on the lie detector machine they've got some gadgets that they put all over your body and they begin to ask you a question maybe and say what is your name my name is peter what is your mother's name it's uh, susan where did you matriculate you matriculated at such and such school they are watching at the heart rate as long as you speak the truth the heart rate is constant but as they begin to ask you and say where were you on the day that the robbery took place if you are not guilty the heart rate remains the same but if you are guilty then it shoots up then they know that we have asked a set of questions that have got nothing to do with crime and your heart beat way at this level but as soon as we ask about the scene of crime then your heart beat started raising up then they they set you aside and say you have failed a lie detector what do they do and i'll show you with the prophet he says with the lie detector he says you can never mislead your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind is your real self so with the lie detector they want to bypass your conscious mind because if you have prepared the answers you have rehearsed them but they know that the more they ask this gadget or this lie detector it is going to bypass your conscious mind and dig into your subconscious mind and on the basis of what they find there they can determine whether were you part of the crime or were you not part of the crime are we together so that is why even before i get to the quotation i love what david says he says behold thou desirest the truth in the inward parts brother brenham says you are the product of the truth that is why every time you speak a lie it puts a strain on your system because you are not a product of a lie hallelujah and uh, have you realized that a lot of people do not have inner peace because they speak so many lies when you speak lies it takes away your joy but the moment you speak the truth you have liberty are we together believers 
So, and you know the nature of a lie. If you speak one lie, you must speak thousands to cover up the first lie. Uh, it's a, it's and if you speak lies, you had much better have a good memory because uh, you can forget easily. That is why after they've captured a thief, they take them into an interrogation room. In the interrogation room, they put them there. They ask them a set of questions. They can ask them those questions the whole night. And they've picked up that when a person gets more tired, that's when they begin to tell the truth. You know why? Because the subconscious mind gets tired in terms of creating lies. Then the subconscious mind begins to be activated. Then you are bound to tell the truth. Are we together? So that is why your real self, you are a product of the truth. If, if you are not happy, sometimes check whether there is a pattern. If you are speaking lies, you will never have inner peace. Are we together? And if you speak the truth, I can tell you, you can go anywhere you will sleep at night. Hallelujah. Because the truth will set you free. Hallelujah. And if the truth sets you free, then that means a lie will bind you. I hope you are together here. Now, in Psalm 19 verse 12, if you can rush to Psalm 19 verse 12. Psalm 19 verse 12. God bless you, Sister Leah. Good to see you. Amen. Psalm 19, verse 12. Have you found it? He says, Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Hallelujah. The, the faults that hinder us in life are not the apparent faults. Are not those faults that are visible to everyone. But those secret faults that have been formed in our subconscious mind are the ones that are derailing us on the Christian journey. Stay with me there. Are you still with me? Amen. Now, in the verse, Psalm, I'm still on Psalm, Psalm 139, verse 23. Just bear with me. I've got just two, two more scriptures to, to clear, including the ones that I just, the one that I just called out. Psalm one thirty three, one thirty nine, verse twenty three. If you found it, you can say Amen. It says, "Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know." my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way, in the way everlasting. Are we together? But he says, search my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Hallelujah. And if you find something that is wicked, take it out. And this evening I say, if you find any thought that can be doubtful, that can be negative, that can be discouraging. God, take it out this evening. I don't know how many have that desire. Hallelujah. 
then after he has done that, then we can go on the way that is everlasting. The last one, Proverbs 20, verse 27, 20, verse 27. Proverbs 20, verse 27. If you found it, you can say amen. amen. I'm just going to read 27 and 30. It says, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Hallelujah. So you, you've got inward parts of the belly within you. But the spirit of, of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the way inward parts of the belly. Verse 30, the blueness of a wound cleanses away evil. So do stripes the inward parts of the belly. Hallelujah. That's where we are going to get into this evening. Amen. Now, when we speak about, or maybe Brother Branham prays a prayer in this message, the inside man. He says, grounded tonight in this lovely little church sitting here as a lighthouse. Amen. A group of people who surrender their hearts, their lives, everything they've got, willingly walk out just now and give their life freely for the cause, believes you. Oh, Father, I pray that you will endure them with great power tonight. How many do you want to be endured with great power tonight? A great power of faith. May every thought be moved from their subconscious. That would be contrary to your divine plan tonight. Take it away. Hallelujah. It's because when those negative thoughts are taken away, it opens you to access the power of faith. Hallelujah. And, 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 and stay here with me. Brother Brenham says in this message, the uncertain sound, Paragraph 64, as I was saying a few years ago, either here or somewhere, speaking on the lie detector. I want you to pay close attention. Put a lie detector on you and you try to impersonate or try to say is the truth. But down on the inside, down on the subconscious, lays a place called the soul. He says your subconscious mind is your soul. He says, lays this, uh, a place called the soul. This intellectual mind, which is the conscious mind, this intellectual mind does not govern the vibration of the system. The mind is, the only, is only a director. It directs you. It's very incapable of bringing you to God, your mind, your close, subconscious mind. You cannot know God by your mind, by your intellectual mind. It's one of the resources or the channels that will lead to. But your soul, where he says, that's where your subconscious mind is. He says, your soul, hallelujah, is what governs you. You are what you are by your soul. Hallelujah. That's why... The, here, and, and stay with me here, you can, you can try to look genuine here. But if you are not genuine here, it does not go anywhere. Hallelujah. Because here, it is your real self. Are we together? 
here is your real self but here you can you can you can try to impersonate and so forth but i want us to dwell here and maybe on sunday we will come to this we we prayed for a lady here the other time that had a marrow cancer you remember how many remember how many remember believers we prayed for her after the doctors had diagnosed that she had a marrow cancer and how many remember on that sunday we were speaking about the mind and after we had preached something was planted in her i'm told as recently as this week she went for a checkup the doctor could not even trace one single cell of cancer Amen. Amen. And she believe, look, she's not in the message, but she was sitting there when we preached. She opened her spiritual womb and the city dropped in and it produced life that defeated cancer in her body. Amen. Hallelujah. And and stay with me. It's quite amazing and I want to challenge you. An unbeliever can come here, and I'll, I'll bring some stats on marrow cancer because just to get a transplant for marrow cancer, it's, it's quite a mission, almost a mission impossible. But why would somebody without being baptized, without attending a convention, without knowing quotations, without knowing scriptures, can come in and sit there and listen to what is being preached and say, I believe what is being preached and I believe that, and it goes and works for them, and you are here, as a message believer, no results. It's an attitude. Hallelujah. And I believe that message believers are getting used to the message. You can say amen to that. They are getting used to the message. It's just a normal Sunday. We hear Pastor Mariba speaking, but an unbeliever can come and say, it's not as usual. An unbeliever can come in and say, I'm disparate. And God can respond to that disparation. And you know what happened with that lady? After the doctors had diagnosed her, it must have created a conflict in her mind. But she said, if I can go to church and they can lay hands on me and pray for me, something is going to happen. But stay with me. Her conscious mind must have told her that you have cancer. Because the doctor has told her that she has cancer. The symptoms were there because she was bedridden. But something in her, there was something that was laying in her subconscious mind, like a mustard seed. And when it came in the presence where the word was being preached, and because the word is the light, it shone upon that little seed, she began to develop faith and right here she told herself and said, look, I'm healed. But here, she still had these uh, symptoms. You know what happened after the doctor had checked her and said, look, I don't find anything. The doctor said, actually, I want to admit you for the week so that we can observe you. She said, doctor, you cannot doubt your report. You don't admit me. It's done. Here's the report. I'm moving out. That's faith. But 
I wonder how many of us that hear these things week in, week out can be able, our faith can develop to those levels where it can achieve those kind of results. But you know what's the problem? We are used to each other. And by being used to each other, then we cannot be able to activate the power that we are entitled to. And I don't know what you are struggling with this evening, but I can tell you it can be resolved. Yes, you have heard this statement before, but listen to it from your subconscious mind and say, I don't care what happens here, but here I believe it can be done. And Brother Branham speaks about it in this manner. He says, the old sheep had two compartments. There was a driver there, and there was a director down there. Hallelujah, where the engine was. This one only relied based on what he could receive down here. If this one says, steer the ship to the left, this one must do it. But the ship can never be steered to the left unless the two agree. Are we together? If you get the two to agree, then the ship will be steered in the direction that this one wants. The danger part about us Christians We live so much here, 90% of our time, we live it here. And that is why we are underutilized. But we've got to live most of our time here where everything is possible. Brother Bram mentions about the subconscious mind. He says it's like when you have a dream. He says your conscious mind goes to sleep, but your subconscious mind is activated right there. Then you will have a dream. But stay with me here. A dream, in a dream, things that happen in a dream are quite shocking. In a dream, you can be anywhere, anytime, travel at a speed that you want. Within a couple of three minutes, when you are awake, you have been to many places. And you'll bear with me. If Brother Brandon says that's what the subconscious mind does, I say, oh God. Maybe through a dream, you are giving us a preview of how things can become possible. And some of us, we have had a dream of the rapture. Isn't it so? And if we have had a dream, we had much better believe that it can be done. Because why? It means the subconscious mind believes it. And from time to time when you are asleep, it gives you a preview. Are we together? Brother Brenham says in this message, he says, you see, I think, now, in that mind, he said in another place, I think, I have the mind of Christ. Now, in that mind, with the mind of Christ, you serve God. The inward part, you serve God. That's the subconscious mind. That's where faith lies. I want to ask you, was there many times that you people here, many of you have seen times where you would have known something was going to happen, but yet it looked like it was impossible for it to happen. But you knew it was going to happen. 
Did you ever have that thing? Amen. Brother Brennan would say, that's faith. That's your subconscious working. Your, your subconscious does not know the word impossible. Your subconscious mind does not know the word can't. Hallelujah. If it is planted there, it must expresses, express itself. Hallelujah. But this one looks at the facts. This one looks at the statistics. This one remembers how many people failed when they came in that condition. But this one does not care. This one does not care about circumstances. This one does not care about symptoms. This one doesn't care about what happened in the past. If he believes it, it's already done in the mind. So it's a matter of bringing this one to agree with this one. Then it becomes a reality. Are you, are you with me this evening? Maybe we can take with Abraham. In her subconscious mind, she believed, I'm going to have a son. But the conscious mind, based on what it was looking at, it looked at the old age. The, subcon- the conscious mind looked at Sarah, that was getting older. But the conscious mind did not care. The subconscious mind did not care about age. The subconscious mind kept on confessing, I will have a son. I will have a son. And later we see the subconscious mind taking charge of the conscious mind. And when the two agreed, Isaac came forth. And if it happened for Abraham, it can happen for you. A lot of times we say we believe here, but we doubt here. I would rather doubt here, but believe here. Because I know if I believe here, it's a matter of time before it comes over here. That's why today, the devil understands these things. The kind of music that we listen to, and I think if you look, you look at the music like uh, classic, that is a music that goes into your subconscious mind. Are we together? And even the music or, or hip-hop, the lyrics, the way they put the things, they hit the subconscious mind. Because once it is in the subconscious mind, it's a matter of time. Not long, if that young boy listens to the hip-hop, admires a thug life, later, he may not do it here, but as long as it's planted here, not long, you begin to see a behavior exhibiting itself because based on what was conceived here. But this evening I say, we can use this to our advantage. This evening I can say, we can bring the weight here because our soul is here. And what must we bring here? All things. All things. All things are possible to them that believe. And the more we believe it, it brings this one into subjection. This one is an order taker. But this one is a director. Hallelujah. It says in this message, there is, a subco- there is a conscious and subconscious. If we start overseas by ship, there's a man sitting up here. Hallelujah. He's the one that takes the orders. Hallelujah. The man goes down in here 
to run the ship down here. He doesn't see what is going on, this one here. But he takes the orders. Okay, Brother Brenham changes it in this way. I hope my slide is perfectly done. He actually says, this one does not, this one does not see. Hallelujah. I should have changed this one and brought it to this one and this one over there. Are we together? Just, just take it, or you can't take it from me because I've done it in a picture form. Okay, no problem. Are we together? This, I should have put it here, and this, I should have put it there. Are we together? Amen. This one sends orders down here. This one is the one that is steering the ship to the left, to the right. Hallelujah. But does not see where he is going. This one is the one that sees what is going. This one is the one that sees the troubles that are happening here. The struggles, the diseases, the symptoms. But if you get to this one to direct this one and send the message down here, this one is the controller. He will steer the ship in the right direction. He doesn't see where it is going, but he's got the power to steer the ship in the direction that this one is. So this one, how do you control it? By confession. You become what you say. Do you know that you spend a lot of time talking to yourself? It's not a sign of sickness. It's a means of a sign of a healthy mind. How many have ever spoken to themselves? Hallelujah. Yes, when you are taking a shower, you are speaking to yourself. When you are brushing your teeth, you are speaking to yourself. When you are driving down the road, you are speaking to yourself. And if you speak negative things, you drown. And the more you speak negative things, they manifest. And the more you speak positive things, they manifest. Meditation is a power of a believer. That's why if I was you here, I will keep on saying, I'm a victor. I am blessed. I'm an overcomer. I am this and that. And the more you say it, that's what you become. Do you see how many times, a lot of times, the devil takes our minds and uses our minds against ourselves? He plants certain things in your mind, you believe them. And this evening I want to say, when something comes to your mind, check, is it helpful? Is it kind? Is it loving? If it's not, reject it. Hallelujah. But our mind have got a tendency to get magnetized to negative things about ourselves. Some of us, we spend a lot of times beating ourselves because of things that have... And let me tell you, the devil will make sure that in your life there are some failures that happen. And he comes, he wants to make you that event. A failure is not a personality, it's an event. Hallelujah. It's not who you are. Who you are, you are a believer. And if you have failed, don't say I'm a failure. Say I have failed. It's an incident that happened. I've learned from it. I'm moving forward. Stop beating yourself. And a lot of times believers are forgiven by the almighty God. But they can never forgive themselves. And the devil likes you never to forgive yourself. 
Barak, are you with me? Yes. I hope you are with me. And it says, well, the man goes down in the ship to run the ship down here. He doesn't see where he's going, but he just takes orders from above. He says, steer to the left or to the right or gives this engine more power, whatever it is. It just works by orders. But, but way down in the midst of us, here in our heart is the subconscious. It takes orders from up here. We all know. We have heard on the platform many times, no doubt, how it was speaking, how the Holy Spirit spoke, and this conscious mind comes to the platform, and Brother Brennan praised the Lord, I have faith. But right down there, in the other little subconscious, now you know you haven't have it. People come on the prayer line and say, praise be to God, Brother Brennan, I have faith. But you find that it's not there. And if it's not there, it cannot produce the result. And you know why Brother Branham spent time with the people on the platform and say, I'm trying to catch her spirit. I'm trying to catch his spirit. I'm trying to build their faith. You, are not, you, your name is such and such person. You come from such and such city. Your house number is such and such. He's trying to get this one to believe. Because if this one only believes, but this one does not believe, it's what we call intellectual conception. And intellectual conception can be dangerous. And a lot of times, motivational, if you've heard about motivational speakers, motivational speakers, what they do, if you've ever attended a motivational talk, you can come out of the room thinking that, goodness, you've grown wings, you can fly up high, Nothing can stop you, and by tomorrow, oof, you are like a flat tire. You know why? He just came and spoke to you and re-analogized here, and when you leave, but there is nothing here. But at church, we don't concentrate so much here, we concentrate so much here, but we teach this one, you've got the power over this one. You can send a message down there. And this one down here, the more he receives the orders, he will act upon the orders of this one. And not long, you become a victor. Are you not amazed that things that you fear most that they would happen, they happen? Until a believer is proud and say, I knew something was going to go wrong. No, you did not know. You believed that something was going to go wrong. And something did go wrong to confirm. You have just used the belief against yourself. But why don't you say, I know everything will work out for good because I love the Lord and everything works to good for them that love the Lord. And the more you believe it, the more things will begin to happen in your life. Why are some other people, their life is dominated by miracles? God comes and does things that they never thought would happen. But some, it means like it's a series of misfortune. But yet it's two people and sometimes it could be two people in the same church. It's because how they operate and how they receive the word is different. One is intellectual conception, but one is genuine faith. And have you realized, if you have faith, on something 
that you thought would never happen, but believed, and it happens. It re-energizes your faith. You believe that. You know you look for another one. Now you look for another one. Not long, your life is based on faith. The same thing if you look for something that is wrong, the next time it happens, you look like, now something is going to go wrong again. Let me tell you something. Don't do things like that. Faith is our currency. Are we still together? But down in there, there's something that led the fellow. You want to make it? Amen. It says, after all, he is the one who drives the ship. He is the one who does the steering. This one might say a lot of things. This one. Might say a lot of things. But this guy does the work down here. And the devil knows that this one is just like a charter box with no power. He knows that the real guy is this one. That is why at an early age, he wants to invade your subconscious mind. At an early age, he wants to pollute you. Do you think it's a coincidence that when you are still young, they, you just have a demonic teacher that says something horrible to you, about you, and it gets stuck in your subconscious mind. And as you grow up, you are unable to overcome that. It creates a complex as you grow up. Some of you, even men with white beards, are prisoners of things that happened during their childhood. And that is why when you deal with a child, be sensitive. Be sensitive because whatever you say to a child, it will believe it. And as the child grows, that thing will grow with them. Hallelujah. And that is why parents have got responsibility to make sure that they speak to their child and make sure that they speak positive things. Your home must be a place where it's a positive environment. And you need to hear and hear what teacher said to your child about your child so that if the message is negative, you must negate it. Are we together? We need to guard their minds because the Bible says out of the mind comes the, or out of the heart, which is subconscious mind, comes the matters of life. Are we together? So Brother Branham says here, this guy does the work. This guy does the talking. Hallelujah. But he says, so this one right here say, I believe. If that's right, this and this agrees with that, then we've got it. It will have to work. But until that does it, It just won't work. How many of you sometimes, you come to church, you hear a good sermon, you believe it, you come out greeting brothers, wonderful, this is wonderful. And when you are way home, thoughts, a flood of thoughts just flood your mind. 
and you begin to say, really? Maybe I just had a good time in church. That's why the devil loves Monday mornings. Because he wants to negate everything that you have heard on Sunday and say, look, it was just a sermon on Sunday, but now here's a reality check. But you can still tell him that the God of Sunday is still God on Monday. The God on the mountain is still God in the valley. And let me tell you something. Sometimes even when you don't have results, sometimes even when you don't have the evidence, keep on confessing it Keep on believing it. It may seem like you have lost your mind, but yes, you have lost your mind. You've got the mind of Christ. I hope we are together here. Amen. And it says, but until that does it, well, it just won't work. That's all. Because you've got orders going this way and this one going that way. They are just pulling your sheep one way or you don't, and you don't get to the harbor. Hallelujah. If this one says that way, and this one says that way, you become directionless. You don't know where you are going. Your, your life is not consistent. And you've got people that have got high lows, and that have got lows in life. But a life of a believer, I believe that it must be from glory to glory. It must be from power to power. It must be from revelation to revelation. But for you to sustain moving from glory to glory, you've got to be buried in this. You've got to believe this and read this daily and believe what you are reading about. Are we together? It's amazing that a certain couple had, I think, four sons. For some reason, all of them, when they matriculated and went to tertiary, they all wanted to work, do a profession in relation to the marine profession, do something on the sea. Now, the parents were amazed and said, but these children, why all of them want to spend time on the sea? Then they brought them, because they were very curious, and brought them to a psychologist. And psychologists did a series of tests and discovered that actually, when they were growing up in their room, there was a picture of the sheep at the sea. Without knowing that that picture is influencing their subconscious mind, later they made decisions in relation to the picture that was in their room. If it can happen like that, goodness, I will put every holy picture on the wall. So that my children's subconscious mind can be exposed to it. And when they come of age, they will do things in relation to what they saw. Are we together? Take it not from the picture. Take it to the marriage. Some children's marriages fail because their parents' marriages failed. You know there are people that are married. Daddy and mommy divorced. And now they are coming into marriage. For some reason, they've got this obsession that this marriage is not going to go far. As soon as the marriage hits turbulency, they say, I knew it. Mommy never had luck. Grandmother had never had luck. What's happening there? The devil has poisoned this place. And such people, they need to come so that they wait can transform their mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
so that they cannot conform to their environment. Are we together? Somebody knew that, look, in my family, no one never made it. Whatever we did, it failed. We try this, it never materializes. They do something, it looks like it's, it's holding on, and you come and compliment them and say, goodness, this thing is going far, and they look at you skeptical and say, only if you knew what happened in my family, this is not going to go far. It will go as far as you believe. Yeah. Isn't Jesus saying, according to your faith? Receive. But the devil comes and limits us here. And if I can take it in the message environment today, he even comes with church politics here to pollute. Until if the pastor preaches something, you say, Where is he going? Does it mean one, two, three? And you don't have faith because faith cometh by hearing, hearing the word of God. The more you hear the way, it develops muscles. You grow up and become faith that has muscles, does produce the works. Are you still with me? Amen. Brother Brenham says in this message, say, be of good cheer. says, notice, the subconscious is where you live. You don't live here, you live here. But have you realized here, there is a lot of makeup going on here. Sometimes, and when I speak about a makeup, is what you project it to be a reality, but it's not a reality. And folks, we live, in, we live in a time where there's a lot of makeup going on. Amen. That's why don't ever come under pressure based on what somebody is doing. Amen. Because this time with the social media, I think Brother Ovid spoke about it here, I can come and come across Austin Martin Motovyakel. Immediately I want to stand next to it, take me a photo, and I upload it over. It goes over the internet. And somebody say, hey, Brother Madiba is driving an Austin Martin. When am I getting mine? And you get depressed. Actually, social medias have driven the levels of depression has skyrocketed. Amen. Hallelujah. You've got a strain, but somebody is lying on a beach. And you say, goodness, only if I could be them. Live your life. Be authentic. Never measure yourself based on other people's standards. You, Brother Brenham says, be content with who you are and with what you have. He says happiness doesn't consist of how much you possess of worldly affairs. Just be content with who you are. A lot of times we've got poor self-esteem because we are comparing ourselves and this cripples our subconscious mind. Hope somebody is getting help. This is where you live. I've seen men with husky voices, with big muscles, but here they are puppies. Hallelujah. Looks like a lion there, but a cat there. Looks like a believer there, but an unbeliever there. This is a realm of makeup. 
But this evening I say, tap into the core of who you are. You are who you are here. Are we together? Yes, you can be a big man grown up, but have low self-esteem issues. And sometimes, I'll say for what it is, when a man has got a poor self-esteem here, but he wants to be confident here, how he hides the inefficiency here is aggression. together. Invest more here. And the only way that you can touch here, the weight is the diet for this man. Yes, sisters. Sometimes mm, we call it a, a compulsive forgot what they called it then there's, there's a weight for it. There's some people that have got a compulsive behavior, uh, buying uh, behavior. Uh, they cannot do without buying. You know that there are such people? They are shopholic. A shopholic, it's self, poor self-esteem here. Hallelujah. They've got to buy. They've got to buy. And, and it's a problem because even some psychologists, they deal with it. They try to deal with it because the more you want, the husband goes into debt. You don't care. You just want to buy. You just want to buy. Hallelujah. That's a disease that attacks here. It's not because you need a new dress. It's because you've got poor self-esteem. And what's the cue for self, poor self-esteem? Brother Brenham says, act contrary. If the devil pulls you this way, pull that way. Amen. Are you still with I, I can, I can, I can go on and on and bring a lot of things that happened here. Here, sometimes there are quite many unresolved issues. And when they are unresolved here, they become explosive here. Have you ever spoken to somebody about something very simple, but they exploded and you say, goodness, what did I do? It's because there was a, a volcano that was brewing here. Nobody could see it, but here they are troubled. And for me, that's when I thank God for the message. Because when we come to church and listen to the word and read the Bible, God is able to go to, the, to our inward parts and search something that is wicked and take it out. There are some problems that even a psychologist can never reach to. But God, in a minute in the presence of God, he can go down and heal you. A lot of people, they commit suicide because they suffered you. But here, when you go, when people have committed suicide, they say, she was a lovely child. We were we together. I mean, she was speaking about this and that. We don't know what happened. They only saw this. Yeah. But they did not know what was happening. Yeah. 
That's why if I was you, I will take my family and my children to the presence of the Lord. Because what I cannot see as a parent, he can see it. I, I know, yes, in this church, right in this church, certain things as a pastor I cannot say. It was just a Wednesday, Wednesday service. I preached a sermon here. Somebody came to me and said, look, pastor, by goodness sake, had I not made it to the service that day, yesterday, last night, I would have taken my life. But they looked happy. Everything was fine. It's between me and them. But you know what happened? When they came, God came in there and just brought a healing here. I hope we are together here, brethren. I hope it sinks in. Amen. I've said mouthful. He says here, now if you notice the subconscious is where you live. That's where you yourself live. That's the reason people, it's hard for them to have faith up here first. They say, yes, I've got faith. But down there, something says, but it's not for you. Even as I preach right now, you can hear me and say, amen here. I believe. But the devil down here makes you doubt and say, that's not for me. Hear me out. This service was made for you. Every word that I spoke here, it was for you. And if there is a help that we speak about, it is for you. God can heal you where medical science cannot reach to. But God can reach to. He says, it's like a ship going across the sea. The man up here in the deck, you look at him, you say he's running the ship, this one. No, he isn't running the ship. The man down in the bowels of the ship is running the ship, the engineer. What if he would ring a sun down, down through and say, so many knots forward? The man down there would ring and go backwards. What if he would say, go right, and would turn to the left? He couldn't steer it. The man down here, down in the inside, is the one that sends the sheep. Well, this fellow up here says, I believe God heals. I believe it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But your subconscious mind down there says, but it's not for you. If you get that man up there to say, forward, this man down here says forward, then we will go forward. If you get God to say, I am the Lord that healeth thee, this is the first conscious that said it, I am the Lord that healeth thee, and if the subconscious mind says, I am the Lord that healeth thee, you are going forward. But when God says, I am the Lord that healeth thee, which is the subconscious mind saying it, and the subconscious mind says, are you quite sure? Then you are not going anywhere. You are just running in cycles. No harmony. Then you cannot move forward. But when there is harmony between the two, you can move forward. Amen. As I'm speaking right now, 
if I was to go around the room and say, what do you need tonight? And you mention it and I say, you have received it. This one can say, amen. But if this one says, it's not for me, it's just church, then you've got a problem. But if these two agree, you will have results. All things are possible. Get the two to agree, then you will move forward. God bless you richly.
victory. Yes. Father, we just pray, oh Father, that you may help us, oh God. There might be issues in the subconscious mind, oh Father, that do not agree with the conscious mind, oh God. Or vice versa, oh Father. But as your children tonight, oh Father, you have been so caring, oh God, that you have brought us into awareness, oh God, yes. that we must strive to make this to agree, oh God, that we might have results in our Christian faith, oh God. Help us, oh Father, where we can't believe, oh God, help us to believe, oh Father. We thank you, oh God, tonight, oh Lord Jesus, Father, for this visitation, oh God. For you have labored, oh Father, God, to, to uproot Oh, some, some uh, uh, doubts in us, oh Father God, that we might believe, oh God. For we know, Father God, that the devil comes to sow a doubt in us, oh Father God, that we may not have fruits in our Christian life, oh Father. But because today, oh Father God, you gave this message unto us from the pastor, oh Father, we are so glad, oh God. We are enlightened in our spirits, oh Father God, to know yes. that all things are possible, oh God. Even with the example that he gave us, oh Father, that an unbeliever came here and he believed for marrow cancer and today she's completely healed, oh God. Father, we know that those things are for us, oh Father. Yes. Help us as your children. Help us as the church of Father God to stand and walk tall, oh God. Mm. To know, Father God, that all the things that you have promised in the Bible, oh Father God, we are here as and co as together with Jesus Christ, oh Father. And therefore, those things are for us, oh God. Abraham believed in, in his subconscious mind, but he fought, oh Father God, with his conscious mind, oh Father, until one day they agreed, oh God. Hallelujah. And he got a child, oh Father, yes. and he called him Isaac. Father God, we have got things that we desire. And last, last Sunday, oh Father, you told us that whatsoever we desire, oh Father God, if we believe, we shall have them, oh yes. God. Yes. Father, here we are as a church, oh God. We are glad that tonight we are not here by coincidence, oh Father God. Mm. But you have stopped work that was supposed to touch, to hold us. You have stopped illnesses and other things that were supposed Hallelujah. to come in our way, oh God. That we may pave our way through, oh God, to this church tonight, oh God. Because we have a message to deliver unto us. Mm. No, therefore, because we have come, oh God, we believe that whatever we preach tonight, oh God, was meant for us. Even as the pastor said that in, you are talking to us, Father. God, we believe, oh Father God, that that is where the solution is. Mm. For all problems, oh Father God, for all things that were standing in our way, oh Father God, as a stumbling block, oh Father, they have been removed, oh God. Amen. Therefore, we appreciate you. We give you all glory and honor. May your name be praised, oh Father God. Heal us, oh Father God. Touch us, oh Father God. May there be a way forward. We thank you in Jesus Christ's name. As we return all glory and honor to you. Bless the pastor. Bless whoever has come, oh Father God, tonight, yes. oh God. Even those that have failed, oh Father, due to the various reasons, oh God, we just pray that you may touch them, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 amen.